Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it.
Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's message is called, But Wait, It Is An Illusion. That's right, But Wait, It Is An Illusion. And the foundation scripture that we are coming from today is Romans 12 and 2 and 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. And it reads, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 2 Corinthians 4 4. In whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you now, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask that you bless everyone that's listening to the sound of my voice, that you think through my mind and speak through my lips, that you turn my heart in the word of God, whichever way you want to go, Holy Spirit, and that you water the seed of the word in our hearts and allow it to grow up and manifest in our lives. We ask all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. But wait, it's an illusion now notice in romans 12 and 2 the word of god says be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind transformed shaped by the renewal of your mind what are we being shaped in we are being shaped in the word of god we have to allow the word of god to penetrate our minds now we know that we were born into sin shaped in iniquity but now it's time to turn the things that the world taught us around now we notice in second corinthians 4 and 4 that the god of this world which is satan himself blinds the mind of the unbeliever so this is why we have to have a reshaping a transformal and renewing of our mind through the word of god now keeping in mind with but wait it's an illusion the enemy always wants to get at the mind the soulless realm and wants to paint a picture of fear now you're either going to feed on the fear that he shows you or you're going to feed on faith now where do we get faith from let's go over to romans 10 romans 10 14 how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they believe in him on whom they have not heard and how shall they hear without a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things so you see in order to build your faith you need to hear the word of god from a preacher who is ordained to preach the word he has to be sent that's going to build your faith and the word of god says to every man he gave a measure of faith now as images are projected out from either the word of god or the enemy they go down into our heart as a seed and we know the word of god says as a man thinketh so is he you will perform and act out what you see what you believe as a man thinketh so is he whose voice are you listening to we must listen to the voice of god and not follow the illusions of the world but wait it's an illusion what are some of the images of fear now we were born in the middle of a spiritual war we were born in the middle of a spiritual war we can go all the way back to genesis when god said let there be light there was a war in heaven and the enemy got kicked out even over in luke 10 jesus says i 
beheld Satan fall like lightning. I beheld Satan fall like lightning. And where did he fall to? He fell to the earth. So before the Lord our God breathed the breath of life into Adam, he was born into this spiritual war. Now, when we look at 2 Corinthians 4, 4, our mind is blinded because there are invisible giants in the land that are hovering over Babylon. This is why Ephesians 6 says that we must put on the whole armor of God. We're putting on the whole armor of God because we are caught up in the middle of a spiritual battle. It's an invisible war in Satan and the invisible giants the principalities the rulers of darkness throws these illusions at our minds so that we may fall yes those same giants are in high places and are part of the kingdom of darkness looking for any open vessel any human being to use and abuse just like satan used the snake in the garden let's look at job 1 6 through 7 let's look at job 1 6 through 7 and it reads now there was a day when the sons of god came to present them themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Verse 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, imperfect and upright man, one that feareth God, and extrueth evil verse 9 then satan answered the lord and said doth job fear god for not has thou not made a hedge about him and about his house and about all that he hath on every side thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land so then satan goes on to say and i'm paraphrasing if you take the hedge of protection away from job he'll cuss you he'll cuss you to your face so what was satan doing satan was going to and fro in the earth looking to steal kill and destroy Destroy. He wanted to destroy Job. John 10 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So you see, Satan was coming to steal. But how does Satan come to steal? He has to throw an illusion at our minds. And this is why we have to block him with the whole armor of God. So Satan throws an illusion at the mind. Let's go back to Job. Let's go back to Job and see the type of illusions that Satan threw at Job. Let's go to Job 1.13. And it reads, And there was a day when his sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in their elder brother's house. And there came a messenger into Job and said the oxen were plowing and the asses were feeding beside them and the sabians fell upon them and took them away yea they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword and i only am escaped only to tell thee while he was yet speaking there came also another and said the fire of god is fallen from heaven and have burnt up the sheep and the servants and consumed them and i only am escaped alone to thee mm. satan keeps on showing image after image after image images of destruction verse 17 while he was yet speaking there came also another and said the chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels and have carried them away yea and slain the servants with the edge of the sword and i only am escaped alone to tell thee so you see over and over and over the enemy presses the mind with images now in job's case these illusions were fact he was losing stuff yet he still had his life so the enemy was painting the image of fear sending job the images of fear over and over the enemy wants to pound our minds with fear so we can give up let's look at another example in the scriptures bring it up to today's time let's look at first kings 1 
and five and this is when david's son tried to take over the kingdom then adonijah the son of hegeth exalted himself saying i will be king and he prepared him chariots and horsemen and 50 men to run before him and his father had not displeased him at any time and saying why hast thou done so and he also was a very goodly man and his mother bare him after absalom verse 9 and adonijah slew sheep and oxen a fatted calf by the stone zohelif which is by in and called all his brethren the king's sons and all the men of judah the king's servants but nathan the prophet and benaiah and the mighty men of solomon his brother he called not so adonijah has set himself up as king and called everybody to the party had a celebration and cast it out he cast it out as if he were king and the men actually obeyed him and went out let's keep on reading verse 32 and king david said call me zadok the priest and nathan the prophet and benaiah the son of jehoiada and they came before the king the king also said unto them take with you the servants of your lord and call solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule see the real king rides on a mule and bring him down to gihon and let zadok the priest and nathan the prophet anoint him there king over israel and blow ye with the trumpet and say god save king solomon see that you have to be anointed king there's a certain order that has to take place adonijah sent out an illusion but the real king wrote upon the mule and was anointed king somebody say but wait it's an illusion so folks we cannot believe every report that the enemy gives we must believe the report of the lord how about when the 12 spies went over to search out canaan we see that 10 spies came back with an evil report but the two spies the two prophets joshua and caleb came back with a good report but because of the evil report of the 10 spies saying we're like grasshoppers in their sight they saw giants in the land and the giants gave them an image as if they were grasshoppers it may have been a fact but it was not true the word of god is true he said take the land you're well able as joshua and caleb said we are well able and if god be for you who can be against you don't look at the images of fear in life but look at what god said his word will not return void let's look at psalms 2 psalms 2 1 through 5 psalms 2 1 through 5 verse 1 why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing the kings of the earth set themselves see this god didn't call them they set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the lord and against his anointed they're not coming against you they're coming against the lord saying let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh the lord shall have them in derision then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure amen so we see that the kings the heathen set themselves and say they will be this or they will be that they set out an image but then came against the people of god his anointed but my bible said that they didn't come against the church god's anointed they came against the lord our god so they imagined an image a vain thing and came against the people of god we see that in this world there are some people that want a false sense of power they want to always stay in authority and they want to control the people in an evil way let's look at psalms 14 psalms 14 psalms 14 and 1 the fool have said in his heart there is no god they are corrupt 
They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. The Lord looketh down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and see God. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord? You see, the workers of iniquity, the heathen, want to eat up the people as bread. They want to suppress and oppress the people. This is why it's so important for the church, the people of God, to go into every mountain of influence. We are to go in to be a light, to save the lost, bring them over into the kingdom of God. Because the people that don't believe are getting served an illusion. We're back at 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. The God of this world blinds the mind of the unbeliever. So we must go into the seven spheres of influence, those mountains, and be a light and bring them over, snatch them out of darkness and bring them over into the kingdom of light. Say amen to that. Amen. And this is what we see when we look at Proverbs 9, 1 through 6. Let's read that real quick. Wisdom have built her house. She have honed out her seven pillars, seven pillars, seven mountains of influence. It's for us to go into. She have killed her beast. She have mingled her wine. She have furnished her table. She have sent forth her maidens. She cried upon the highest places of the city. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith to him, Come eat of my bread, and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish, and live, and go in the way of understanding. See, wisdom is the one that created it all for us to go into. She built it the seven pillars. So we are supposed to go into what God has already prepared for us. Psalms 24 and 1 says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And we, as the body of Christ, as believers, are joint heirs with Jesus Christ in heaven. Go into what is already ours advance occupy and hold amen we see in proverbs 11 and 1 that a false balance is an abomination to the lord but a just weight is his delight we as the body of christ are supposed to judge the world like my pastor said god is not controlling the world god is controlling the church and the church is controlling the world but we know that god does not like a false balance he wants a just weight so we are supposed to be the light and judge the world accordingly we are supposed to run the world as the body of christ the ecclesia amen so we see in all of this that the enemy blinds the mind he came to shake up the world to cast images of doubt to cast images of fear to cast images of oppression to cast images of death but jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly so whenever the enemy sends a wave your way and say that you can't do this or that know that it's just an illusion because our father sent his son because he loved the world whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life romans 10 and 9 john 3 16 if you confess jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that he died and was raised from the dead on the third day you my friend shall be saved so what the enemy throws at us is only an illusion but wait it's an illusion remember god has not given us the spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind and the victory is already won through jesus christ but wait it's an illusion i hope this helps you i hope this blesses you be blessed this is pastor michael bailey and i'm taking off yes and amen
Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey. If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered through the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email. Prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org.
spite of the storm and rain. In spite of the storm and rain. I'm still alive, declaring that I made it through. I didn't lose. I didn't lose. Experience loss. Experience loss. And a major cause.
talking about in secret did you know that you are held accountable for every idle word that you speak 
Matthew 12, 34 through 37. O generation of vipers, how can ye being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words, thou shalt be justified. And by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. Watch what you say. Gossiping and telling lies on folks just to make them look bad. Proverbs 26, 22 through 23. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like a pot shirt covered with silver dross. Do you not understand that you can mess up a person's prospects for a job or even a friendship just because the word that you put on them, you covering up the talents and valuable assets that God has put in that person just because of you gossiping. Stop putting your mouth on phone. But no weapon formed against the shell prosper. Is your heart wicked towards another? You need to check yourself. Proverbs 25, 9 through 10. Debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself and discover not a secret to another. Lest he that heareth it put thee to shame and thy infamy turn not away. Gossiping can put you to shame. The Bible does say if you have all against your brother or sister to let him know alone. Did you know that death and life are in the power of the tongue? Stop killing your fellow brother and sister with your mouth. Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. We supposed to edify each other, not tear each other down. People, 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 why do you sit around and listen to the gossip? Just getting drunk and letting Jezebel's cousin waste your time. Sowing those seeds of unrighteousness, making people's character look bad. Walk away and don't stumble. You ain't gotta answer the phone. Delete that email. Don't engage. You know the word of God says where no wood is, the fire won't burn. Put that fire out by walking away. Now, how did Jesus deal with gossip? Let's look at John 8. This is when the Pharisees bust in the temple while Jesus was teaching the people. They done interrupted his teaching with some old gossip. Let us read verse 3. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in that very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what says thou? Hmm? What you gonna do, Jesus? This they said, tempting him that they might have accused him. They telling on her, gossiping on her to see what he gonna do, trying to accuse him. Somebody say double trouble. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. See, Jesus walked away. I ain't gonna even pick myself up. He hung up the phone. So when they continue asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. See that Jesus had to pick himself up. I ain't even stutting y'all. Let us keep on reading. Verse eight. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground, hung up the phone again. And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even into the last. And Jesus was left alone. And the woman standing in the midst. Verse 10. When Jesus had lift up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those gossipers? I mean, woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. See, 
Jesus covered, he didn't go into gossip mode. Jesus covers, he covers all. His blood covers a multitude of sins. See, Jesus doesn't condemn, he came to save. So if you're not safe or you need to repent, get saved. Romans 10 and nine, Romans 10 and nine, Jesus saves. Say amen to that. Where no wood is, the fire goes out. See, if there's some information that we know about a person or people, we have to cover them. Just like in Noah's day, Japheth and Shem, they walked in backwards and covered their father's nakedness. We have to cover our brother and sister's folks. We can't gossip about them. We have to edify each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. Look, if we don't have anything good to say about our neighbor, keep it quiet and keep it moving. So touch not my anointing and do my prophets no harm. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And finally, my brethren and my sisters. Proverbs 4 and 20. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Folks, we must incline to the voice of God. Let's listen to his words. His word bears incorruptible seed. Let iron sharpen iron. Be blessed. Yes and amen.
Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.com. That's inspired by faith broadcast.com. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the Inspired by Faith broadcast. Well, it's been real. Mighty Mikey Mike has to take off. I have to go. I got to do something else. But I pray that you all be blessed. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed when you come and blessed when you go. Be blessed. Amen. Hey, tune in to the On Demand Inspired by Faith broadcast. It is a new wave of faith-based radio. Listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time. Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.com. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.com.